Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I'm joined today by Amanda Loudon. Hello, Amanda. Hello. How are you? I feel like I just saw you, I don't know, the other day. <laughs> I know. I know. We don't We don't meet forever. And then we see each other two weekends in a row. <laughs> First at the retreat and then in Twin Cities. So it was like, oh yeah, hey, there's Amanda again. No big deal here. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, we didn't really get much of a chance to talk because the, both those weekends were such a whirlwind. So uh, tell us what tell us what articles you're working on. Um, I am working on one that's really cool about a um, local man. He's 67. Um, he um, he's an ultra runner, and he way back in the day, I guess it was in the 80s, um, he created what is known as the Grand Slam of ultra running, which at the time was running the four existing 100 milers in the span of one summer. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Right. So he was the first guy to do this. He and and how many hundreds are we talking? Well, that was four then. That in okay. in the span of one summer. Um, mm-hmm. and and he went on to do many many more. Um, and um, you know, he's this amazing guy. And and in all these years, I think only another two hundred people or so, maybe it's approaching three hundred now, um, have actually replicated what he did. However, um, so about two years ago. Um, he was out cutting some limbs off of a tree, limb hit the ground, bounced back up, hit him in the head, horrible, you know, devastating injuries, looked like he may not make it, this kind of thing. All, all of which, so we're two years down the road since the injury and he has, I see him every week on our group runs. He's out there, you know, he's been working and working and working to pull himself back up and to rehab himself. And he has to run now holding onto a baby jogger because his, his balance is so. Oh my gosh. But he just completed um, a 100 miler again for the first time since oh. the accident, pushing that baby jogger. So, oh my gosh, what a stud! Oh I my know, goodness. I know. He's he's incredible, and he's he's 67 now, and he's just the most humble, you know, salt of the earth kind of guy. And um, you know, I've just always enjoyed, you know, talking with him and and to see him, you know, accomplishing what he's accomplished now is is incredible. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. And I wonder, he must have to get like a special dispensation to do ultras with, with a running stroller. Yes. He hasn't been able to find that many that are really actually welcoming to him. Um, yeah. So yeah, he, he's, he's found um, an organization down in Virginia that, that does allow him to do this. And um, he still has to make the same cutoffs as everyone else, um, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, but they do allow him onto the, the course. So that's wow. good. Yeah. Wow. 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 Oh yeah. my gosh. Wow. That's yeah. very cool. And what, what publication is that for? Oh, that's Washington Post. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. So it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's really cool to be able to tell his story and share it. Cause he's just, like I said, he's just such an amazing guy. So, um, yeah. I love being yeah. able to share this cause he would never toot his own horn. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome that you're giving him, um, some time in the spotlight. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um, so I'm going to tell one final story about Twin Cities Marathon, at least for this one, because I was like, oh, I finally get to talk to my coach about it. I know. Um, I know. So, um, so I'm very excited, and I'm going to I'm going to toot my own horn, toot toot, for just uh, because I won a pair of Brooks shoes in a challenge that they had in the Twin Cities Marathon. Oh, fun! What is that? What is the challenge? <laughs> and so it was to run. Um, from mile 21 to 22 of the race at a faster pace than you'd averaged two up from start to mile 21. Wow. And yeah, and I think I talked, I might've talked about this before when I didn't realize that I had been one of the people who won. 
And so before the race, I thought, well, what idiots are going to try that? (laughs) I mean, that that sounds like a recipe for totally blowing yourself out and then like hobbling to the finish, right? Right. And um, so particularly because, you know, a lot of mile 21 is uphill. And um, so it's on Summit Avenue. And so... But my race, I was, I was, I was feeling great, but I realized, you know, kind of in the, I don't know, in the teens somewhere that my average split was going to be slower than I had wanted it to be. So around, I don't know, 17, 18, I suddenly thought, eh, I'm going to totally go for this thing. Wow. <laughs> and, for you. Um, so, um, so I was supposed to take a gel at mile 21, uh, take a goo at mile 21, but um, I was like, okay, I'll take it before because I don't want to, you know, cause I walk when I do my goos. So I don't want to like have that added into it. So right. I was, I was planning ahead. And then, so they had a mat at the start. They had a mat kind of what to me seemed about a third of the way through. And then they had a mat at the end. And I mean, I just felt like I was flying and uh, it seemed like there were other people trying to do it. Like I was passing a lot of people, but there are also people who seem to really have gotten a little pep in their step for that mile. <laughs> and and then instead of feeling completely, utterly deflated, I just, I felt, instead of feeling deflated, I felt elated. And, <laughs> and I just kept flying. And um, so then saw the whole Bammer crowd at mile 22 and a half and didn't slow down for a picture and um, Timothy got video and I am like waving my arms like a, like just a maniac. Um, Yeah. uh, So, uh, and so that was funny because then I ran into uh, this mother runner, Kristen, that I think I talked about seeing in the, in the finish area. And she was like, Oh, so did you try to go for the Brooks? I think I totally won them. And I was like, Oh my gosh, how do you know already? And um, so she didn't. So, but sure enough, Kristen also won a pair of Brooks. That is so great. We were just so excited. How many people won a pair? Do you have any idea? Well, so last night I was thinking about, and I think I'm going to tweet to Brooks and the Twin Cities Marathon and find out because it definitely would be some tough math to figure out on their part. Um, But they, in terms of who was a winner and and who didn't, um, but they certainly must know how many winners there were. So I'm all excited. So I'm going to find out that number. Yeah. Um, It'd be be really interesting to know. And I have to say that I'm um, impressed that you had the mental wherewithal at 21. Like, I think I would have just forgotten all about it at that point. So I'm impressed that you still remembered it at mile 21. They did. did, Brooks did have, you know, a big banner and everything, but it it wasn't wasn't like I was going to read the fine print and be like, Oh, okay. That sounds like a fun thing to do. Uh, (laughs) So, so yeah, so I was very excited about that. Um, and then I also wanted to share a, a moment of more recent badassery um, with you and, and to people listening. That um, So I've talked about how I love swimming in this um, what's called Kleinline Pond, which is north of Portland. And um, so went there pretty much every Sunday this summer. And so the Sunday before, I've been gone three weekends in a row because it was retreat, Twin Cities, and then I was out in Cape Cod at Zuma right. and, and seeing my parents. And so then, um, so it has been the Sunday before the retreat, I was very sanguine while I was swimming. I thought, oh, this is the last swim of the season. I have to savor every moment, you know, and, um, and I just wasn't ready to let go. So I was like, I, the weather forecast, it was going to be a beautiful, um, sunny day, not super warm, but it was going to be sunny. 
And I was like, well, how much colder could it have gotten in the month since I've been there? Right, right. No, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do not own a wetsuit. So I, um, after making pancakes for the um, five uh, middle schoolers that I had in my house, uh, John oh. had two, two friends sleep over and Daphne had one. Um, so after making um, uh, Kodiak protein pancakes for them, <laughs> I, um, I uh, went up there and I was dressed in my bathing suit. You know, I had it under um, some warm up clothes. And so then, um, so stripped down to my swimsuit and walked down and I was like, oh, it's kind of chilly. And um, so the air temperature was in the mid fifties. And then I wa- walked in the water and walked as far as I could um, up without getting my swimsuit wet. And I stood there for quite a while and really debated, really debated, really debated. And I kept thinking, it still feels cold. It still feels cold. So I'm like, okay, this not a good idea. So I turned around and changed into my running clothes and there's this nice running path. So I ran four miles. And, um, then I'm like, well, it's gotten warmer in, you know, the 45 minutes it's taken me to do this. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to try again. And by that point I already had a workout done. So I just told myself, even if I just like do granny style breaststroke, you know, out to some pillar and turn around and go back, (laughs) like at least I will have gotten into my beloved pond. There you go. And yeah, and so I go in, and it definitely it felt a little bit warmer. You know, I was warmed up, and the um, I mean, the sun was just dazzling. It was just beautiful, and so sh- I definitely swam with my face out of water for a little bit because mainly my main fear was that I would have a panic attack when I put my face into the cold yeah. water. Yeah, it does bring all the hyperventilation um, mm-hmm. you know, effect. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I, um, when I was pregnant, I had, um, panic attacks when I would swim. And, um, so because, you know, when you can't breathe, you're, you know, you don't quite understand, oh, it's because I'm cold and my face is in the water. Like, that's why I can't breathe. (laughs) Versus just, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I breaststroked with my face out for a little bit and then I'm like, I'm doing this. I put my face in the water and within several strokes, I literally said my mind, I am so badass. <laughs> That's awesome. And you are. I think it's, great. it's October. That's yeah, awesome. I know. It, yeah. yeah. So, so I, um, so I told myself I'd swim for 20 minutes and I ended up swimming for 30 minutes and I just enjoyed every second in that water. That's it was nice. just, ugh. like I, like I floated on my back for a little bit and looked at the sky and really like made a mental picture to kind of go back to in my happy place. And, you know, tried to think about all the things that might change by the next time I'm in the water. Uh, of course, unless wow. unless I do it this Sunday again, but I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, but um, no, so it was just it was just very exciting. And so I guess the takeaway is, you know, I want to encourage everybody to push themselves a little bit outside of their comfort zone, and because the rewards are very much worth it. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that is yeah. that is very cool. Um, yeah, I, I really love that you did that. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks. And, um, and might I add that it is late start Wednesday here. And so despite me telling my kids that they had to be quiet, cause I would be recording the podcast. One of them has decided it's time to play the piano. Oh, excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, we'll enjoy the so, background music. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. Stay with us while we enjoy these dulcet tones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, so so let's move on to today's show. It's born out of a fascination I've always had for women who do momentous things to celebrate a life milestone, like a major birthday. So Amanda and I will be talking with four, quote, real mother runners who are going big. We'll be right back with our first guest after this quick break. First up is Angela Rodriguez. This Texas mother runner is turning 40 in January, and she's going to quote unquote celebrate by running her first marathon the Cowtown Marathon in Fort Worth Texas which is also celebrating its 40th running and Angela is running the 5k the day before to get a challenge medal welcome Angela how you doing I'm doing good thank you good good so it looks like you're a mom to four girls is that right I am yes (laughs) nice nice and what are the ages of them um I have twins that will be 15 in a couple of weeks Mm mm-hmm and then I have a 12-year-old, and then I have a 5-year-old. <laughs> mm, nice, nice. Wow. So, and tell us a little bit of a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't going to, I wasn't going to ask. When I looked at the family photo, I'm like, oh, I wonder if that fourth one was a surprise. I'm like, it's not my place to ask. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Everybody that knows me knows you can ask me anything. Um, oh, probably I share too much, but anyway. <laughs> good, uh, no, good, definitely good. she was a shocker. <laughs> well so tell us a little bit about your running background how long have you been a runner and what got you started um a couple years ago I just um decided one day it was uh January 31st actually um to um try it out and it didn't work out (laughs) I ended up um power walking and um I did that for several um several months and um then started adding running into that as I was losing the weight that I was wanting to lose. And, um, last December, um, I ran my first race and I ran the entire two miles and I placed. And, um, I, at that point really felt, oh my gosh, maybe I'm a real, a real runner now. You know, we all think, (laughs) what's that milestone milestone to say? Mm -hmm. In fact, I even posed it on one of y'all's posts to even see if y'all would say, yes, well, you are officially a runner now. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I just, um, it'll be a year in December that I ran that race. And uh, so wow. I'm kind of counting that as my anniversary, I guess. Nice. Nice. Although, you know, January 31st is the day that you first tried to take a run. I love your specificity to all this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a try. Uh <laughs> It didn't work out, but uh, I started, you know, just adding little bits of running into my pattern. I'm a teacher, so, you know, we talk about patterns and stuff, and uh, I just kept connecting those little patterns, and at some point, yeah, I was able to run that race. Nice, nice, nice. Um, So now, about the way you're celebrating the big 4-0, how did that idea come to you, especially about choosing a marathon that's also in its 40th year? (laughs) I love the the symmetry of it, the pattern of it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love it too. I'm all about, um, you know, things that I love when a plan comes together, you know, <laughs> it doesn't happen often as mothers, but when I noticed, um, you know, last year I liked their Facebook page and I noticed that they were going to be celebrating their 40th. And I thought, you know, I had signed up for this 20 miler that's coming up in um, November. And I thought, well, maybe I have time in between the 20 miler and February to just push it a little bit more and uh-huh. um and try a marathon and um 
when I saw that they were turning 40, I thought, okay, well, this is a good excuse. This is a good reason. This is <laughs> so, and now I've told you guys, so I have <laughs> right, to. <laughs> right, it's out there. It's out there. <laughs> so I have, when I get paid on Friday, I'm like, okay, I told a co-teacher, I was like, I have to uh, actually pay for this marathon on Friday because um, I'm telling them I'm doing it. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you haven't even registered yet? I've only registered for the 5K. We get paid once a month, and I have a husband who's not super supportive on spending the money. Uh And um, so I've had to just, you know, eke out. I've paid for the 20-miler, just not the marathon yet. But it will be on Friday, I promise. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess that's kind of bogus. You only get paid once a month. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's okay. Uh Oh, oh my goodness. (laughs) So, Angela, like any runner, I guess you've faced some challenges during your training, like Hurricane Harvey. Um, um, yeah. Talk about some of the obstacles you've had to clear. Um, you know, just the regular shin splints and my knee. I I uh, don't like to be shown up a little bit. And I, <laughs> so I had um, a cousin who decided to start running um, several, about six months after I did. And um, I didn't want her to run this half marathon without me because I thought I started this and I wanted, you know, I'm a a little bit competitive. So um, she said, yeah, and this is right after the countdown, in um, 13 days, there's a half marathon I'm going to do. And so <laughs> I was going to do it too. And she's about six years younger than I am. So <laughs> we both did it. And right after that, my knee, I don't know what I did to it, but it's given me problems off and on. But, um, you know, we're dealing oh with it because if I don't run, my kids will say, Mom, please go for a run. <laughs> yeah, we all get that. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And, um, but wait, so you, what was the longest run you'd taken before uh, embarking on this 13 day training plan for uh, a half marathon? (laughs) Well, um, I had only prepared for the 10 K and you know what? I really didn't even do that because, um, my my cousin kept saying, she goes, well, you know, we got to get ready for this 10 K. And I was like, you're right. But I'm thinking I'm running five and six miles a day. I'm not really super worried about this 10 K. I was more excited Mm -hmm. about it than worried. So Mm -hmm. at that point before this, um, before I decided to do the half marathon, yeah, six miles was it. But I had run the whole six miles, so. (laughs) (laughs) So you just had to double it and add 1.1 miles. I mean, what's the big deal? (laughs) I mean, you know, I had four kids. (laughs) (laughs) You had twins first, so, you know, you're used to taking on big challenges from the get-go. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And then how wrecked did you feel after the half marathon? Oh, my gosh. I felt so can I say drunk <laughs> yes, I, go like, for oh. and I don't even do that kind of stuff but it just was like I just felt so tired and so spent completely spent um <laughs> yeah it was something else so I'm thinking you know we'll see what happens with the 20 miler <laughs> oh my goodness so so um how has training been going I take it so you're not on a marathon training plan yet right well yeah i've kind of tweaked it and i have um my curtain partner um has been running for a long time and she's run a couple of marathons and so i've had her um 
look at it and um, kind of tweak it for me too, because there's not really a training plan for a 20 miler. Right, so I right, have yeah. to, you know, just kind of figure it out with the, with the marathon mm-hmm. training. And what'll be your longest training run for the 20? Please don't tell me 10. Please don't tell me 10. <laughs> or nine, I guess, by the previous math. Nine and a half. <laughs> no, it won't be. <laughs> Thanks for the confidence. No. Yeah. <laughs> I have every no. faith that you're going to do this just fine, Angela. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I uh, Well, I was going to ask you, what do you think? Because originally I thought, oh, you know, psh- I'm going to do 18 and then the next weekend I'm going to do my 20 and that's how it's going to go because I'm ooching up <laughs> but I mean <laughs> but then my current partner looked at me kind of funny and I thought okay well maybe I'm wrong <laughs> uh coach Amanda I'm gonna let you field that question I, I think now is the time to step in and give dear Angela some advice well I mean I I prefer like a little bit of over preparation I guess for something like that so I would recommend you know like maybe 220s beforehand almost like you are training training for a marathon um yeah so but i don't know what you know i don't know if you you know where you are with your training and if you have the time for that also because i'm not going to recommend that if that means you know that it's going to lead you down a path of too much mileage too soon and and getting you hurt so right yeah okay well thank you i will definitely um definitely you're like you're like uh that's uh a little more than i was expecting (laughs) i (laughs) know that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no. See, I think I think two two twenties. I would do them, and and you know, I mean, you could get by with one twenty beforehand, but I, I would do them. I really would. You don't think that the twenty mile race could stand in for a twenty mile training run, and then? No, I do. I, I do. I mean, I'm sorry. And what was the timing of the of the twenty mile race compared to marathon? Um, it's more than two 12? months out. Oh and yeah, then, it's yeah. And then not till February twenty fifth is the marathon. So you said it's December 12th? Is that what you said? No, November. November 12th. So she's oh, got November December, 12th. January. So she no, has three and a half months. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it can't stand in. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sucks Sorry. for you, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she almost um, has enough time to hop on a, then, uh, like, like hop into like week three of a marathon training plan and just build all the way back up after the 20 miler practically. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, Angela's cursing that she came on the podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> no I need to revise advice. all the training plans. <laughs> We're throwing some cold water into Angela's face. Yes, yes. Hey, and drunk woman, snap day. out of it! Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and given the late date, I don't want you um, doing two twenties between now and November twelfth either. So never mind. Do one twenty though, if you if you know like. Where, I, I don't know what your longest run is up until now. What What well, is your longest? I'm embarrassed to tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's only Stop been 14. Stop. <laughs> it's only been 14. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, um, it's, it's going to be... Um, <laughs> It's going to be a challenge. <laughs> and Angela, can I just also say, I only make fun of people that I really like. So please know that I have already, like, you're in my club already. And so that's why I'm mocking you. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, I think. Thing. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, it shows I care. So let's move beyond November 12th and look at, at your training between then and um, Cowtown. So it's February 23rd, I see. 
So that means you're going to have some long runs during the holiday season. Do you have any thoughts about how you're going to juggle the training during that time? Um, well, one thing about me is that I just I just do it. And people have already had to deal with um, disappointing not getting to see Angela. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the, my girls are so supportive and they're really good about watching my youngest and, you know, when my husband has to work and... I just, um, I just do it. And in my mind, whenever I start a run, I know, I mean, I know how many miles I have to do it. I have to do, and I just do it. I mean, there's really just no options. I just don't give myself options usually. So when it says, if the calendar says, now I try to be flexible. If I have to do it on a Saturday instead of a Sunday or, you know, for a long run, I try to be flexible with that, but I'm really kind of a rule follower. So like if a plan says to do something, I I pretty much try to do it. See, Angela, I knew I loved you. You were cut from the exact same cloth. I'm just like, that's what it says. Just do it. End of story. Well, are you an oldest? Uh, uh, no, I'm a youngest. Oh, okay. Well, I'm yeah. the oldest, so okay. Well, that's uh-huh. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like to defy, you know, and it's kind of the only time I really, well, I'm a rule follower when I drive, too. So Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Um, so, all right, and you're doing that 5K the day before the marathon. Um, like, what what prompted you um, to do that, and and what else are you going to do to make the weekend special? Since it's celebrating your, it's a, it's a month, sort of a month late, but for your birthday, what are you going to do to make it special? <laughs> I know my my birthday usually gets forgotten since it's right there with um, Christmas and New Year's, so typically it just goes by. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. So um, I'm glad that this will be later so I can really, um, I'm hoping that people will want to come and um, kind of cheer me on. I'm, and that would, that would be great. That's really kind of the only thing I want for my birthday. And um, Aww, that's nice. I'm really hoping that that happens. Um, the 5k, I had to do it because hello, I need that challenge medal. So <laughs> <laughs> And somebody said, yeah, that's called a shakeout run. I was like, okay, awesome. I love when I learn new stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. It is. is, I do find um, challenge. I mean, some challenges that you run a half marathon one day and a marathon the next. I'm like, oh, 5K. She can totally just do that as a shakeout run. So, (laughs) yeah, that's why I chose it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because you can do the 10K. And I'm like, yeah, I won't be doing that. (laughs) Oh, okay, good. Good, good, good. Oh, okay. A glimmer of sanity in your training. That's wonderful. (laughs) I'm very encouraged. (laughs) Again, we love you. Okay. Well, yeah, you just have to do one or the other. You you Uh just pick one race on Saturday and one race on Sunday, and you get the challenge medal. It doesn't matter which race. Nice. So nice, nice, nice. (laughs) And Cowtown are they are they shaped like cows? Are they spotted medals? Like, do we know? Um, they are, um, no, they're just circles. Um, now I don't know what they're okay. going to do this year because, um, you know, they're going all out, but I've seen the t-shirts they're doing tie dye. I go, I try to go to the, all their little fun runs. They do the cow oh, uh-huh. does little, um, get togethers all the time. So I try to go to that once a month when they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen the shirt already. It's tie dye and, okay. you know, he's Good. wearing, uh, I say he, the, the, uh, mascot. And uh-huh. I can't remember what his name is, but anyway, he uh, is wearing his cowboy hat, of course. But I think he's oh, okay. got like 1970s running shorts on. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure, but it, it's cute. Okay. So I'm looking forward to it. 
Uh-huh. Oh, good, 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 good. Well, we, I, I think it sounds like you have a fabulous attitude about all this. So, um, so all jokes aside, I think you're going to rock it and uh, what a grand way to celebrate your birthday. So um, we will be thinking about you and let it, certainly let us know on the Facebook page how it all turns out. Okay, thank you. I will. All right. Thanks, Angela. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, our next guest is Malia Herman, a mother runner from New Jersey who chose to mark her 40th by running 40 races during the year. So welcome, Malia. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Delighted to have you join us. So uh, tell us about your mother runner credentials. How many kids do you have and how long have you been a runner? So I have two kids, Uh ages six and eight, Mm -hmm. and I've been a runner, I say since before kids I I ran when I was a kid with my dad and then I got into running I would say about in 2007 Mm -hmm. I did a cut my first couple of halves and then you know kids come and I sort of ran a little not quite very fast Uh (laughs) and um, I would I just really got back into it maybe about a year ago oh wow way to jump back in with both feet yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's um let's tell everyone you know what what you're doing. You're you're running 40 races um in to celebrate your 40th year. So how did you come up with that idea? So that's a great question because um I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm crazy. Look, we're all crazy, right? Runners, and it, it wasn't something that I researched or I thought about for months and months. It was honestly kind of a spur of the moment idea. Um, it came to me because I was running on my birthday. So my first race of the 40 was on my actual 40th birthday last year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all the best run- ideas come when you're running. Of right? course, yeah, definitely. You know, you're like in your head, you're thinking, and I was like, you know, I mean, for me, I felt like I'm getting older. Um, what do I do to, you know, keep this fitness, keep this momentum? Um, so I had just gotten back into running after both, both the kids and also moving to another state. Mm-hmm. And so I was just starting to get back into it and I didn't want to lose that momentum. And I was running that race and I was in the moment on my birthday. I was so happy to be out there. And I was thinking, what can I do to mark this milestone and also get more of this in my life? Mm. So it was a goal, but selfishly, I guess, I mean, it's turned out to be a real gift, you know, to myself to be able to go out and do this. Hmm. That's awesome. Mm. So, and you're close to completing your goal? Can you give us an update? I am. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. My friends all thought I was crazy, and now <laughs> and they can't believe it either. So last weekend, I ran the Brooklyn Rock and Roll Half, mm-hmm. uh, and that was my 39th race. Wow. So this weekend is my 40th race, will be the perfect 10-miler. Mm-hmm. It's in New- near uh, Princeton, New Jersey, on October 22nd, which is the day before my birthday. Oh my goodness. That's so cool. Uh, way to squeak yeah. in under the wire. Well, I actually planned that because that was my first one, and then I threw that with my, my 40th, and I didn't know ahead of time like what races I would be doing to make up those 40, but as I got sort of close, like I was like, wow, I'm really going to get this done, uh-huh. I had to like, slot them in <laughs> to get, you know, like if I'm not going to run this, what am I, what's my backup? <laughs> if I'm going to run this, I got to cut another race so I can get that get those 40. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So I know you had certain criteria for the 40 events, like it had to have a finish line, which is how you included the zero mile event in Hawaii. Um, tell, yes. tell us about yes. that funny race. And then um, did you have any other race, yeah. limitations? And then also, how did you kind of plot it all out? So a lot of questions. There well, I started at you. off thinking like, yeah, so so what is a race? Like what, what, what constitutes a race? And so oh. I started off thinking, okay, it has to have a bib. 
And that was, honestly, that was sort of my only qualification going in. It has to have a bib because in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, well, I guess that means a virtual race would count mm. because what if I, what if the schedule doesn't line up and I need to get like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm thinking like something happens and I have like 10 days to get like 10 races in. Right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's, let's keep a little back door open. Like a virtual race would count. And one of the 40 is a virtual race. Uh -huh. I did it with my running group it was on a uh, women's national, international women's day. Oh, yeah. and we all did a yeah, 5k yeah. together yeah. and we all wore our bibs. Uh -huh. So, so that's why the, so the zero mile event on the big Island in Hawaii, um, it's a, Hysterical. My whole running group cannot stop laughing about this because <laughs> it, it, all you do is cross the finish line. <laughs> like you put on a bib, okay? You cross the finish line and they hand you a medal. And did you, and I have to ask, how much did this cost? Because this is the greatest money making scheme. Like I'm setting oh one of these gosh, up like this did. weekend. Yeah. So it was $20 <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, for me and $10 for each of my kids. Oh my but gosh. it's a wonderful fundraiser. Okay. So, the um, so the race I did out in the Big Island it was a half marathon, the Volcanoes National uh, Park, a half oh, marathon, wow. and the fundraiser was for the friends of the park. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's a really great cause. And I mean, you have everything set up already for a half marathon. You've got the finish line there. You've got all the people <laughs> there. All the you know, there's nothing else you have to do. And so, I mean, it's a total money maker, but for a great cause. Right, right, right. And your mother did it with you, right? My mom. Yeah, my <laughs> seven-year-old mom. And she's, you know, she's never been an athlete, although she did a, uh, she did a 10-man triathlon, which was super inspiring growing up. Oh. And so she did it with me and my kids, and we all crossed the line and got our medals. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. So, but now having a finish line is one of your rules, too. Well, I mean, I... Well, I mean, the virtual race didn't it really did, have a finish line. Uh -huh. We just okay. kind of, we always did a, do a three mile loop in the morning. So we figured, well, just make sure it's 3.1. Okay. All right. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's really just like the bib, I guess. Uh -huh. But that was the only virtual race I did. And then the, um, the zero mile, I mean, I just had to do it because it was hysterical. Right. Right. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a medal. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that's clearly a standout race, but what have some other races been that you've done that have kind of stood out in your memory over the past year? And and I want to say that um, uh, perhaps the Muck Fest, which is a race name you do not mm -hmm. want to say too fast or um, too carelessly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I first read it, I'm like, what? What's that race called? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the well, the Buckfest has a bib, even though I can't read the bib after the race because it's so um, <laughs> scratched up and muddy. Uh -huh. um, yeah, that had a bib. That one I did with my husband. Uh -huh. That was one of the things I tried to do was get as many to do as many um, races with different family members, uh -huh. friends. Um, some of the standout races, like um, so in Montclair, New Jersey, there is a donut 5K uh -huh. where they actually give you a donut at every mile. Oh, and so, yeah, uh -huh. it's. I, I, I don't usually stop at the um, at the water stops on a 5K. I just kind of run through them. But um, I was running with my friend, and she's like, "They're giving out donuts." And I was like, Whoa. <laughs> "Hold up! I mean, I'm I'm I have to get a donut. This is donut 5K." So uh, then, you know, at the end of the race, I was like, "Oh, why was it only a 5K? <laughs> Should have been longer." <laughs> so that was a fun one. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, I did the color run with my daughter. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. I've done a couple of races with her. Um, you know, a really fun one was actually the rock and roll races. I did one this past weekend in Brooklyn, and then I did the Washington, D.C. rock and oh. roll race. And those were really fun because, so when I started off running, I was a, I was a, a solitary runner. I mm -hmm. trained by myself. I ran by myself. 
And so um, running with other people is kind of a new thing for me, and I'm totally loving it. So the rock and roll races I actually did with a bunch of amazing women that I met through my Peloton spin bike. Mm. And um, I remember in the beginning of the race, I said to one of my friends, I said, well, where's the meetup going to be at the end of the race? And she kind of looked at me and was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, at the end of the race, there's like 10 of us, okay? Uh -huh. Where are we all going to meet up? She's like, well, we're running together. And that just blew my mind. <laughs> I was like, all of us? <laughs> together like 13 miles it was like yeah and it was amazing and so we all had a number and we would count out one to one to ten to make sure everybody was together oh my gosh and it was just the most amazing experience because it became it wasn't about a PR it was the whole experience it was about the experience and that really opened my eyes up to you know being able to run a race for the race and be in the moment and really oh. you know to sort of enjoy that camaraderie oh. um and yes, that was real. That was a really memorable race for me. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. You were a Peloton, but in a running race. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so on Saturday evening, I hung out with a gal from your local running group. Um, uh -huh. we'll, we'll run for coffee. It was Marianne Lloyd. Shout out to Marianne. Yes. Um, Hi, and <laughs> and I, I love how you described your group in an email. You said, these are my girls, my training partners in crime, my badass lady gang. So uh, now I'm intrigued that you s say you were a solitary runner, but so tell us about this group and how they've supported you in your 40 and 40 goal. This group is everything. And I, so I was, um, I was a solitary runner when I started running like back in like 2007 and 2008, like before kids. And the reason I never ran with anyone is because I felt like I'm such a slow runner. I don't want to hold anyone back. No mm. one is going to want to run with me. I'm too slow. And so um, my friends had mentioned to me this running group, and you know I was thinking in my head, well, I'm not going to go because I'm just too slow. And she, we, she got me to come out. Um, we ran into each other at a 5K, and we ended up running the whole race together. And I was like, I can run with somebody. Mm. Like, you know, there are other people that are my pace, and it was, it was fun. Mm -hmm. And so this group is just absolutely wonderful. We run in the mornings, we run on the weekend. It's, it's part exercise and it's part therapy, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we talk about everything. And so we encourage each other about different races and, uh, you know, post about different races. We have a Facebook group and, mm -hmm. And I, I've kind of gotten the, the reputation as the instigator. Um, <laughs> I think partly because I'm doing so many That doesn't surprise races. me. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, so, you know, I'll see a race and I'll think, oh, this is really cool. I want people to do it with me. And so I'll post like, hey, guys, who wants to do this awesome race? <laughs> and, you know, get people to sign up. And, um, oh, my gosh, it's so much fun. And, and what's so nice about it is that we're all at different places in our running. And there are some people that have been running for a really long time and have a lot, have like marathons and other things under their belt. And then there's others that are just starting out. And so a year ago, um, this is amazing to me. A year ago when we were um, going to do the perfect 10 miler, a couple of girls in my running group had never run 10 miles before and they were just absolutely freaking out, you know, and I, I, so I was listening, I, I kind of cut the, um, the training. Um, I, I was training with them and then I didn't tell anyone I went and I secretly did a half marathon <laughs> <laughs> and then came back. I'm like, Oh, you could totally do it. Look, I just did a half. <laughs> and, um, and so this year, you know, so they, 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 They've come so far over this whole year, all these races we've done together. I did the, their first half marathon together. Uh -huh. And then this year, those same girls are now training for a marathon. Wow. wow. 
Wow, that's and, awesome. And, and the reason is because one of the girls in our running group was training for a marathon and, you know, it's peer pressure. It's big. We all talk about FOMO because that's the big thing. Like, you know, if, if we're all doing a race and some, you know, then the people who can't do it are like, oh, my God, we're having FOMO. We want to be there. We want to be running with you. <laughs> and and peer pressure oh, gets us all. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, Malia, as you head toward your final finish line, um, you know, what, what kind of is your, your big takeaway from this year? Um, wow. Um, I think my big takeaway is that I definitely learned, I definitely learned that I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. And, um, I think in the beginning, I kind of thought of this as a crazy idea (laughs) that might be kind of fun. And it's been so much fun along the way, you know, doing trips with my family. We went to Hershey Park and did a race. Um, We went to um, Washington, D.C. as a family and did a race. And so it's been really fun along the way. And I think my biggest biggest takeaway is not to be afraid to set goals, Mm -hmm. even big goals. Mm -hmm. Um, In the spring, so this past spring, I ran three marathons on four different weekends. And I've never done that before where I've won a race and then a week later, run another race. And Wait, you said I, you I, ran three marathons? No, I'm sorry. I meant half marathons. Okay, I was about to say, wow. Okay, all right, good. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I no, I didn't actually. My, my my longest distance throughout this 40 has been a half marathon. Okay, good, okay. Um, And I did, so I did a half marathon, and then the next weekend, another half marathon, and mm-hmm. then the next weekend, another half marathon. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when I was registering, I was thinking, this is really crazy. I've never done anything like that before. So, But I approached it kind of like an experiment. Could I do this? Uh-huh. And and I really surprised myself. And 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 I actually I PR'd on on the last half in that wow. series. And you know, and I, then I never thought I could top that PR. And a few races later, I did. And so this whole experience has really taught me that it's okay to set big goals. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be crazy and have crazy <laughs> goals too. You know, but that it's it's fun and running can be fun. And and these goals, that's all it is. It's really about it's just you know making it fun and you know having something to go after and and knowing that you can you can really you can do it awesome 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 well please post on our facebook page um a picture of of you and your gals at the at your fine at your 40th i will i you know i'm so excited you asked about the um my will running will run for coffee group Uh we have about 30 some women who are going to be running this race and so we've qualified to get our own tent and we're going to oh, have a party. Oh, fantastic. And yeah, we're, it's so, it's going to be so much fun. It is. What it better is. way to celebrate a birthday? Exactly. Happy. Exactly. Well, and, and happy birthday as well. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Malia. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, we got another uh, 40, 40 uh, goal, but this time <laughs> it is uh, Kimberly Cowart, a mom of two who also has her eye on her 40th birthday with a goal to run 40. 40 marathons by that date. Uh, she culminated her goal in Supreme style, which we'll get to. Welcome, Kim. Hello. <laughs> so, Kim, tell us a little bit about your evolution as a runner. I understand you are pretty speedy, like a <laughs> low, low three-hour marathoner speedy. <laughs> uh, well, not now, but uh, I, I hate to even say I'm speedy because it seems like the faster I get, the faster everyone else gets. So there's always someone faster, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I started running really in earnest about a month or so after my youngest was born, and she's now 10. So it's been about wow. 10 years. 
Wow. And my first race was a marathon, which <laughs> I don't recommend at all. But I didn't know anybody that ran back then. So no one could stop me. So no one told me that how stupid that really was. So I just kind of <laughs> did it blind. And and uh, I qualified for Boston in that first race by oh 55 God. seconds. Oh, my gosh. That was, that was back in the days where if, you, if your time was a 340, you could run a 340.59 and still qualify. Sure. And yeah. you could yeah. – you could register whenever you wanted to. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes me sound old back in those days. But yeah. yeah, so I qualified with a few seconds to spare. And I just fell in love with it. And I just kept at it. And your kids can't chase you when you're running. So <laughs> it's a great way to spend some time alone and get some, you know, time outside by yourself. Yep. So uh, Sarah, I think that's, that's how it started. I think that's a new t-shirt idea there, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. We do have, you know, are my kids still chasing me? But, uh, and then we get the people who yes. say, oh, but my kids are faster than I am. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess if, if my kids paid oh. any attention to me, they they would notice that they're faster than I am when I head out the door. But <laughs> we're, we're not there yet. They they We've run a few races. If we, in fact, we just did a race in Copenhagen this last oh. summer all together as a family. Uh-huh. But it was a Mother's Day gift that I sort of strong-armed them into. <laughs> and my youngest did okay. My husband husband had a great time my oldest said that's it she's done oh no happy oh. mother's day and, and i'm out <laughs> so, but it was nice of her to do it one time with me but yeah i can still use running as an excuse to have a long time yep yep that is exactly i mean that is the, probably the number one or number two reason why i head out the door on the weekends in particular amen yep 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 so okay so now share the story about being challenged by your best running friend shelly to run 40 marathons by the time you turned 40 um, oh, well, my best running friend, Shelly, she's not the one that threw down the challenge. Oh, she's not. Oh, okay. She is my, I have two best running friends. She's okay. my female best running friend. Okay. The one that gave me the challenge is actually a guy. A dude. Oh, my um, goodness. Okay. A dude. I know. It's very unusual. But <laughs> we've known each other for, oh, like 20 some odd years. His sister was a good friend of mine in high school. Uh-huh. And we did live in Las Vegas for a while. And we came back to Utah. I started running and we kind of reconnected. And I noticed he was running all of those running in about the same times uh and we live about a mile away from each other so my husband thought it'd be a great idea if we ran together because it's always dark when we run and it's Uh safer with another guy and he didn't want to do that with me so (laughs) he passed along to my friend Tyler so Tyler's the one that challenged me oh all right but he's a really great runner and we were just talking one Saturday morning on a training run he just mentioned how he had run 40 marathons by the time he was 40. Uh-huh. And I read that as a challenge. So I accepted that challenge. <laughs> I don't know that he meant to challenge me, but your <laughs> older brother's like, well, if you can do it, I can do it and I can do it better. So challenge <laughs> accepted. And I think I was 38 or 37 at the time. So I had some time and I'd run somewhere in the low 30 I think I'd run like 33 or 34 races I thought yeah that's doable I can do that no problem oh my I was feeling strong at the time I didn't realize just how quickly your body can not feel strong the older we get so Uh, yeah that was that was kind of how that started yeah well because I also think I have to as a side note I mean I think it's pretty amazing you will have not just run 40 by the age of 40 but 40 marathons in a decade because it's not like you started running marathons when you were 20 and have had half your life to do it I mean, I I don't know. I felt really strong around 2013 to 2015. I was feeling really good. I ran Boston in 2013 mm. 
And we all know that that was, yeah. that was a horrible day, but I had a personal great day on the course itself. Uh-huh. And then all of that happened afterwards. And I don't know, at the time, I don't think I connected the dots, but now that I look back, I realized that, you know, it, certainly it changed me, but it just made me want to live life to its absolute fullest. So every opportunity, every chance I got to run a race, I ran in Berlin, I've run in Amsterdam, I've done the Eugene Marathon, because that's my hometown, actually. Oh, okay. I'm originally right from on, Oregon. Oregon. Woohoo. Okay. Yeah, woohoo. <laughs> I love listening to you talk about Portland because I miss it so much. Oh. <laughs> but every time I can go back, if I can go run somewhere, if it's on a vacation, I'll just grab every chance. So that's kind of how all of that happened. I just just never said no. And then before you know it, you're at 35 marathons and your friends telling you, Hey, you should do 40 by 40. And you're like, sure. Okay. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Well, so then if I'm doing the math, you had to run about 10 marathons in two years. So tell us how you approach that very lofty goal from a training and recovery perspective. Well, the training is easy because most of the races were between April and September, October. So if you just keep doing the races, those would be my training runs as well. So I never had to do 20 milers, 18 milers on weekends. It would just be race, recover, race, recover. Uh Um, And thankfully my body was keeping up with that. But I also did something that they call the Utah Grand Slam. Mm. And it's um, through our local running company, the Wasatch Running Company. And they would have four marathons that they would pick and you would have to run those four races. You ran it in the lowest cumulative time you would win. So I did that challenge three years in a row and I won. And you don't have to be fast to win it. You just have to be consistent and stay healthy. Oh, Sunshine, so, you do need to be, I mean, you're being very modest. I mean, you have to be somewhat, well, but so, but wow, you ran, you won it three years? Yeah. Oh, congrats. That's amazing. Wow. 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 Girl and, power. But a lot of the girls that would be faster, they would just get injured or, uh-huh. you, you know, that's basically it. You just got injured or you couldn't make the race. So it, you have to really you have to take really good care of yourself. But yeah, I mean, I'm not slow. Uh I don't want to, I think you should own your times and be proud of your times, but I'm not one of the elites by any stretch, but I was fast, fast in my own right, I guess. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. And so so how did you stay? So make it so you were one of the injury free ones. Um, I'm a fitness instructor. So I do a lot of strength training Mm -hmm. and I don't know if my classes even know that I do this, but it's geared towards runners. I'm sure some of them have caught on by now, <laughs> but a lot of glute work and hamstring and quads and just strengthening and then yoga, mm-hmm. um, rolling, just foam rolling, sleeping, eating well, hydrating well, mm-hmm. just taking care of myself when I could, which is not easy with kids, you know, yep. in elementary and junior high, but trying to get to bed on time and trying to eat well and hydrate, I think is what's really helped me the most and yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So now you got to tell us a story about marathon number 40, which was on your actual birthday. And you told me, you told me about via email, but I'm excited to hear you describe it. Oh, it was so well. So at the time that we were kind of trying to plan it all out, I was running really well. I won't pretend. I mean, I, I won a marathon. I mean, I was doing really well. I ran a couple sub threes. Wow. But the problem with that is that it started to not be fun anymore. Huh. And I was stressing so much. So I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do for my 40th. I didn't want it to be stressful and I didn't want to not do as well as I'd hoped and then be disappointed and ruin that day. Cause I know myself mm-hmm. and I, 
as much as I say I'm not running for time, it's a lie. I always run for time. <laughs> I'm always trying to be better. It's yeah. Don't believe me if I say I'm not going out for time. I'm <laughs> lying to everyone, including myself. Um, but my birthday's on the fourth of July. So I've never actually had a party on my birthday because everyone's busy doing other things. You've had a lot of barbecues on your birthday. A lot of barbecues. <laughs> and it's a great birthday, but you know, I always wanted to have pin the tail and donkey on my birthday and no one could ever come. So maybe at our Ogden retreat next year, we'll have you come and we'll, we'll pin the tail and donkey with you. I would be so excited. So yeah, I mean, I, I was telling my husband, I'm like, I've never actually had a birthday party with anyone outside our family. And he said, well, this is going to be your chance. So uh, it was my friend Lisa that actually came with the idea. Uh-huh. And so we mapped it out and we thought, well, okay, let's do it. My birthday's on a Saturday that particular year. 2015 uh-huh. so that's perfect Saturday morning July 4th everyone's got the day off but now where do we do it mm-hmm. and I live in South Jordan and I know you've got a lot of listeners out there so they know where this is um, mm-hmm. but there's a lake by my house called Daybreak Lake mm-hmm. and I love this lake in fact I wrote an article for Runner's World about it that came out a month before this birthday run happened oh awesome Cause it's just the it's just so beautiful and simple there's no cars there's water fountains there's bathrooms it's very nice. important no, yeah it's about three and a half miles around so you're never more than like a mile and a half away from a bathroom uh-huh. um, so my friend said why don't you just run around the lake and I thought that's just genius <laughs> so we mapped it out seven and a half loops would be a full marathon uh-huh. and I figured it would probably take me about four and a half hours to do it just because I was going to stop and talk and visit and uh-huh. enjoy it. I wanted to enjoy it. And that was the goal. I wanted to have fun and celebrate a birthday. And I wanted to share something I loved with other people. And the other good thing about it being a loop is that if people wanted to join me, they could join me for one loop or yep. two loops. They could come in, they could drop out. Yep. So my husband decided he would park the car at the north end of the lake and set up an aid station. Mm-hmm. And keeping in the theme of sharing my favorite things, he had all of my favorite foods, diet, sun-kissed, donuts. <laughs> I'm a fitness instructor. There's nothing healthy about this, but it's my birthday and I don't care. So we had, you know, all the good stuff. We had Luna Bars. At the time, I was um, sponsored by the Luna Bar Company. Uh-huh. So we had truckloads of Luna Bars coming out of our ears, <laughs> water, watermelon, ice, just everything you could possibly want. He was so great and set it all up for me. And he was giving away to anybody. So if you just happened to be around where we were, I'm sure you, some strange man handing you a donut. That was my <laughs> husband. He was just having as much fun as I could have. And oh, that's so, awesome. yeah, that's what we did. We ran seven and a half loops around the lake. And wow. Wow. It was a blast. Yeah, so once the glow of your birthday marathon simmered down, um, did you have a, a kind of a sense of letdown? And, and, and what's going to be your follow-up back after all this? Um, no, actually, there was no letdown at all. I was so – I've never had so much fun on mm. a, a race, and I put race in quotes. It was the most wonderful day. I, I don't know that I've had anything that's really topped it yet. And not everybody ran, but I had friends that came out and walked. I had friends that came out and biked around the loops. I had my kids there with their friends. And 
I mean, I guess, yeah, it's over. At the same time, I was glad it was over because it's still 26 miles, no matter how much you, <laughs> how much fun you have or how many donuts you eat along the way. But um, no, I just, I kind of just basked in the glow of it for a while. It was just wonderful. And I don't know that I'll ever be able to top it again. Uh-huh, yeah. But I do have other goals. I mean, I, I you can probably tell there's always something for me I want to work towards some sort of race or time goal, but... Yeah, I still have other goals. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is it ultra maybe in your future? Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. Since the woman who's I, run 40 marathons, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh-uh, no. At, right now, I'm at, I just finished my 46th marathon wow. a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. I'm definitely cutting back on the races. I'm 42 now, uh-huh. and it, it's starting to, to wear down on me a little bit, but I still want to do marathon majors and I've done three. I've got three more to go. So I think that's my next big goal. Yeah. I thought of that when you said you'd done Berlin. I'm like, Oh, she's got that one. Yeah. You've done Boston and then yeah, and New York. Okay. All and right. So I have London, Chicago and Tokyo. Tokyo. To yeah. Tokyo will be the tough one. I hear it's uh, tough to figure out even how to apply. Yeah. And I, I think London's not that easy either, but I'm sure there'll be a way. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. If, I guess now they've changed the rules. So you don't have to get them all done within a certain time frame, just as long as you get them done. Oh, good. They don't, oh, good. They don't yeah. care. So yeah, yeah I, I plan to run for a long, long, long time yeah. until I just, my body won't anymore. But yeah. Yeah. That's the last one I think I've left on my list to do. Nice. Nice. Well, it's been a delight talking with you, Kim. Thanks for sharing your story. Oh, thank you for letting me share it. It was a lot of fun. All right, everybody. So um, Amanda had to scoot. She had to um, do something with her kids. So it's just going to be me talking with our final real gal on today's show. It's Holly Bowen Bailey, who's no relation that we know of. Um, And uh, Holly hails from Duluth, Minnesota. Her milestone event is not related to her 40th birthday. It's unbelievable. Um, But no, no, she and her husband celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary by hosting a 25K run. So welcome, Holly. Hi, it's great to be here. (laughs) It's fun talking with you. So um, let's start with a few easy details. Um, How many kids call you mom and how long have you been a runner? Um, I have two kids and they're getting to be adults almost. I have a 19-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old son. Um, And I have been running probably 8 to 10 years um, since my first kind of 5K dabble in the sport. Okay, very good, very good. So um, how did you decide to celebrate your silver wedding anniversary with a run you organized yourself? Like that is not, you know, the typical like, honey, I want a really nice Tiffany necklace and going out to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, Uh, people who know the Bowen Baileys and everyone in my family is called Bowen Bailey for their last name. Okay. Um, We're just a little out of the regular cookie cutter mold perhaps um and so um actually the the idea for the 25k stemmed from the fact that we have done this two times prior um in in an event that we call the homemade half Uh and so um several years ago when i started half marathons i was looking for a summer trail race uh because i'm a teacher it's better for my schedule if i can do events that are summer related Mm -hmm. And I was really struggling to find a summer trail run. I had been to one that ran around a cornfield, and it was like 10 people were there, and it was really terrible. (laughs) I don't know. It sounds lovely. What are you talking about? It it, it was bad. And so, but we live in this town with amazing trails. And Uh so I thought, well, heck, 
um, I bet I could figure out having hosting our own race. And I and I'm like, and I really like to make pie. I can make pie for the finish line, and we can call it the homemade half and try to make it a half marathon. So we did that two different times, and both of the um, homemade half events started at um, a mile. Uh, at a, it was kind of a point to point. We started at Hawk Ridge, and it was about 13.16 or something to my house, and the finish line was on my front porch, and there was lots of pie. Um, <laughs> and we did this every other year. So as this year was approaching with our 25th wedding anniversary, I said to Doug, who is really the all-time best husband partner in the world he's just um does my bidding when i ask him and um is super helpful um couldn't do this without him it is a partnership um anyway so i said doug it's going to be our 25th wedding anniversary let's just make it a 25k run and so then we had to make a new name for the race we're like well we can't call it the homemade half Uh and so um after a little bit of thought doug's like i got it let's just call it so far so good (laughs) (laughs) so it really fits for us because um part of the point of doing the race is just to celebrate our circle of friends and our family and the fact that we are well enough to live in this town and run in this town and um so that's really what it's all about. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And the and the pies. Like that's like there's just there's so many details that are spectacular. Um so like dish a couple more details for us. Sure. Pies. Um so I really doubt I have a my the reason I maybe started to run is because I like treats. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Totally not super judging. True. <laughs> yeah. Um and I really like to make pie and I have lots of pie books. And so um Anyway, when it came to this race, I'm like, in in the the past with the homemade half, I've made about 20 pies. Oh um, and so jumping up to 25 pies for the 25th wedding anniversary and the 25 theme um, was not a big oh, deal. Piece of ca- piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Um, yeah, so I start thinking in advance. I, you know, we have rhubarb in the backyard. I start chopping and freezing and buying strawberries. And um, some of the pies I can put in the freezer ahead of time, kind of pre-made. But I bake everything. The pie, the race was on Saturday, and Friday was my baking day for anything that needed to be baked. Oh, my gosh. You sound like Ma I started Eagles. Con- Friday was my baking day. Thursday was my wash day. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I mean, this, I, I think there were 19 flavors of pie for this. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to have so, you list all of them, but what, what were your favorites? Um, well, the strawberry blueberry, the strawberry, yeah, what, no, not strawberry blueberry. The um, blueberry rhubarb turned oh. out really good. Wow. There that's was intriguing. Uh-huh. Oh, it's, it was quite good. I got a really new uh, an awesome new pie book called The Art of Pie, which I would recommend to anyone who likes to make pie. Um, so there's blueberry rhubarb. There was, oh, I experimented with a new kind, five-layer butterscotch. Oh. Mm, it has meringue for a layer. Super yummy. Lots of whipped cream. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, oh, I, I did a chocolate mint pie. There was mm. an Oreo ice cream pie. Mm. Um there was a couple of peach pies. Oh, I love, Apple, I love caramel, peach, peach pie. pie. Oh my gosh, a good peach pie, I think it's hard to beat. 
it is hard to beat, and you have to be picky about the peaches. Oh my I gosh! Am, so. oh, my, oh my gosh! Can I tell you? So as a side note, my my mother. I noticed when I was home visiting my mother uh, two weeks ago. So late September, she had um, some peaches in her refrigerator. So a strike against them right there. And then she yeah. was like, "Oh, I have a you know. Do you still eat peach pie? Because I have some peaches I want to use up." And I'm like, "Mom, I am not going anywhere near those peaches. Like they have been in your refrigerator. It is late September. I'm not like if they're not gonna be good. I'm not." And she looked. Me like, whoa, aren't um, we picky? And I'm like, mm-hmm, I sure am when it comes to peach pie. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, cause I mean, if, they're, if you bite into it and it's kind of mush and dry, then uh, there's no point in proceeding. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or I hate it also when a peach pie has like four peaches, like pieces of peach, and the rest is just the gelatinous stuff. It's like, oh, no, yeah. I want a lot of fruit in there, you know? Like, <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah. When it comes to cherry pie, I feel the same way. You have to have uh, good cherries, mm-hmm. not too much of that gooey stuff. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. I never good, buy good. canned pie filling. No, thank you. Oh, very good. Oh, well, I'm coming to Duluth. I'm going to have some pie, Holly. I'll give you a little <laughs> advance warning. Uh, we'll make sure it's a good season for the That's for good. the fruits. I always have a pie ready for company. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I love that. For company. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you are too charming for words. <laughs> oh. I'm a Minnesotan. I think you can totally hear it in my voice. And oh, yeah. yes. Anyway. Yes, yes, yes. So, but but I do have to ask, Um, what pie crust cake? camp do you fall into are you lard or butter i am not a lard user oh we have um a lot of vegetarians in the family and so but i do use butter they they will go with me for butter i did make three vegan pies for this event because i knew there were some people coming who were pretty strict vegans wow Uh, and so that's not too tricky with vegetable shortening in the crust. Sure. Um, and then there were some gluten-free pies because you can make some that have a meringue crust. There's a pie called Lemon Angel that has like a meringue on the bottom and then lemon filling and whipped cream. Ooh, yummy. Oh, that sounds so <laughs> good. Oh, and please tell me it really has a lot of lemon flavor because that's another gripe I have about baked goods. It's like when they just sort of taste like lemon, like I want it to really be lemon. Um, uh, well, the recipe that... I double the amount of lemon juice. Right on. Oh, Holly, mm-hmm. maybe we are related. Oh, my we goodness. might be. <laughs> Sprinkle it with lemon zest. It's quite delicious. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And also, meringue. I don't think there's enough meringue in this world. Like, we need to bring back meringue because it is it, so tasty. It is tasty. <laughs> and it's probably not that high calorie because it's just egg whites and sugar. Oh, so. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So okay, so it's, so I didn't bring you on just to talk about pies, although that might seem the case. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about the tell us a little bit about the run. Did you and Doug run the entire twenty five K and did you run it together or describe um, things to that's us? That's a yep. Um so in all of these races that I dream up and then have my husband help me do, mm-hmm. um, he has never run them um, on race day because he's the race director and he's oh. there kind of keeping people coordinated. He's helping with a couple water stations. Um, Doug has done a 50 mile ultra, whatever he wow. has had running in his background. But in the last year, he got some sad news that he really has no cartilage left in his Aww. one of his knees. And Aww. so running is off the table for him right Aww. now. I know, and um, but he and I went, and this particular year, we did a different course because it was the 25K, and um, we rented a church right next to this 
park with great trails. Uh-huh. And so um, for 25 bucks, oh, we rented go- Oh, stop it. Stop it. Too yeah. perfect. 25 And it was so much better than our house because there's bathrooms that are multiple and there's parking lot. Right. So, But you don't have a parking lot and stalls at your home? I mean, come on. No. So... And and the point-to-point thing was a bit of a hassle with the other one because uh-huh. then you have to drive people back to the sure. start or whatever. Yep. Anyway, so the, the loops of the using the church, it was right next to this park with great trails. Uh-huh. Um, and so, but we did, so we did go and mark the course together or walked the 5K. And so we got out on the trails ahead of time right. together, which uh-huh. was kind of, you know, sweet. Uh-huh. Um, and he's a good biker and he goes out and flags the course. And we had a friend help doing the flagging. And um, I mean, it's a fair amount of work. It sure for is. For sure. Yeah. It is, um, for us, it's kind of just a labor of love. Um, there's we donated all the money that we made um, the first year I charged five bucks a person mm-hmm. and that was we decided um, needed to up that <laughs> to really <laughs> feel like and so then what we did the second year is we just said I think we charged 20 bucks and then any of the proceeds went to a local a kind of a food shelf place uh-huh. um, and then this year we charged $25 I was gonna say, please tell me you charge 25 okay very good uh-huh. 25 bucks and then if people wanted to get a shirt, that was extra. So the shirt was optional. Wow. Um, and then um, the we, we made 700 bucks. Nice. I think because this was our wedding anniversary, people just were generous and paid uh-huh. more than they needed to. But we donated it to two um, organizations, one of which is a women's running group for um it's called the Quay Pack, K-W-E, uh-huh. and it's an indigenous running um, group of running women from our our area. And uh-huh. they are so cool because they post all these pictures and they're really, really promoting wellness and getting back into kind of their culture and ex- exploring their native territories. And oh, awesome. um, anyway, we felt really good. And many of them came to the race then and participated. And oh, that was really that's fun. great. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And but but um it's my understanding that not everyone ran 25k. Absolutely. Yes. There were three different loops. Uh-huh. So there was a 5k loop, there was an 8k and there was a does it make 13? I think there was a 12 or 13k, whatever uh-huh. it makes 25. Uh-huh. And so some people made a team like a Ragnar style team nice. and uh-huh. um did that and each person did a loop. Some people just ran the five. A lot of people just chose to do the 5K. Uh-huh. We don't say uh-huh. just. Uh-huh. We don't say just. Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. Uh-huh. Um, and some people, there were only probably four or five that ran all 25K. Oh, and were there any people that just ate pie? Yeah, a lot of those. Oh, yeah. We welcomed pie eaters. I think they gave a $5 donation. <laughs> oh, what a bargain. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, and you had good weather, did you? Yes, that was actually a part of the challenge with people not wanting to run the whole distance. It was pretty hot. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and we, it was a morning, you know, we started at 8.30 or 9 or something, and it, we were, most people were done and off the trails around 1 o'clock. The, oh. the 5K started last. We did kind of have group uh-huh. suggested starting times. Uh-huh. Um, so it, it, we've got some ideas if we're going to do it again next time. But um, next time I want to actually, instead of having shirts, I want to, special order pie plates <laughs> oh awesome awesome i want one i want one <laughs> yeah i think like who who that, nobody has that that's special right, right, right. you know it's funny that um so molly does a uh, 10k race series out here um put on by the oregon roadrunner club and um 
it's very um, homespun and home baked because the um, I think the winner in each age group at some of the runs gets um, a pie. Okay. So a homemade pie. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. So really fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Molly's- people will do a lot of things for pie. We learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. People, pie is a, is a motivator. Right. <laughs> um, that's the quote of the day. Pies are a motivator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so I have to ask. So, so did you and Doug do anything else to celebrate your anniversary? Did you go on a trip? Did you go out to a romantic um, dinner? Oh well, not really. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, no. Next <laughs> question. Like, no, we planned the race. We did the race. We went home and put our feet up and ordered pizza. I think because um, that's and, a pie. I, a pizza pie. <laughs> I, yeah, I do remember that. Um, much later, because our anniversary is in July, and the race was very close to our anniversary date. Um, uh-huh. But then REI had a great sale, and we bought some new camping gear, and we, we had, had these sleeping bags that zip together. We have a new double sleeping bag. It's very Oh, exciting. there you go. Keep, keep <laughs> Jack and I have a phrase, keep the magic alive, KTMA. So that there double sleeping go. bag, KTMA. I like, And that's modest. It's Minnesota modest, too. You can just say KTMA. Um. Sure. I'm going to remember that one. Yeah, KTMA. Got it. If I'm remembering correctly, I think... I think the inside of Jack's wedding ring is inscribed KTMA. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my goodness. Well, Holly, it has been so much fun talking with you. And now, well, you know, you now I think I need to uh, go bake a pie or something. So Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, you're going to just be thinking about meringue all day. Uh, I sure am. I'll get my, well, maybe when Phoebe comes home from school, she's a good baker. Maybe I'll put her on the cause. Mm-hmm. So awesome. good, good deal. Luck. All right. Thanks. Okay. Take thanks, care. Sarah. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know about you, but I loved each and every one of those women's stories. Oh my goodness. All right. Um, and now I'm just going to be thinking about pies all day long. Oh, all right. Now we're going to head over to the Train Like a Mother Club. And for the next month, Dimity is on sabbatical. So we're going to have um, guests from the Train Like a Mother Club presenting. Here goes the first one. Hi everybody, it's Coach Amanda here, and I wanted to share with you a story from our 26.2 Go and Crush the Distance plans. Um, This is a race report that came from Missy Tatman, who ran the Columbus Marathon last weekend. Um, She says, Sunday the Columbus Marathon was everything I wanted it to be, except for the weather. I'm not sure I've ever smiled and been so happy during a race. From my amazingly supportive family to the champions, including two of my former patients lining each mile, I was constantly inspired. My husband supported me along the way and made sure my two boys were there to high-five me at miles 2, 7, 12 in the finish. My dad, mom, sisters, and their crew came out to cheer me on too. One of the best parts of the race was having my sister and her family surprising me at mile 24. My main goal when I signed up was to finish with a smile on my face, and I did just that. I can't wait to order my race pictures. Hey, hey, and have you heard where our spring 2018 running retreat is going to be? I alluded to it when we were talking to Kim. It is going to be in lovely, lovely Ogden, Utah, the AMR Run Plus Refresh Retreat. It is May 17th. 
and we are going to have um, several people from the AMR team there. There's going to be Ellie from Simply Nourish Like a Mother. Our very own dear Coach Amanda is going to be there. Um, Coach MK is going to be on maternity leave, so she won't be there. She'll be home with her, um, a new baby by that point. But um, but just added, just added yesterday is sports psychologist Dr. Justin Ross of Perform Like a Mother. And I loved him when he was a guest on the podcast. So I'm very excited to meet Dr. Justin or J. Rowe, as Dimity and MK call him. I'm excited to meet him in person and hear him talk. And the entire four-day-long event is going to be centered around the Ogden Marathon, Half Marathon, and Marathon Relay. If you don't know, from Ogden, it's a lovely historic town nestled at the base of the Wasatch Mountains. Its host hotels is steps from the finish line of the races, as well as the charming historic 25th Avenue, which was voted one of the top 10 main streets in the U.S. Um, And you know me, I love history, and there's tons of history, and um, oh, there's speakeasies there. They've really kept a lot of their history. It's just, it's cute, it's charming, it's just so excited to be there, and um, hanging out with a bunch of mother runners and it is filling up fast sign up soon uh there's a price increase on november 1 and for all the details and to register go to visit ogden.com amr again that's visit ogden.com amr our podcast is a member of the acast network and our show today was produced in portland oregon by alex ward from sounds like pictures and whatever you're celebrating many happy miles